Recording live from the Northeast Georgia Business Radio X studio, this is Northeast Georgia Business Radio. Welcome, folks. Hey, I'm your host, Tom Sheldon. We are back for another edition of Northeast Georgia Business Radio. We're recording live from the beautiful Empower College and Career Center of Jackson County. A big shout-out to my buddy, Mike Salmon. He's in the back running the board. Mike's waving. Of course we cut his mic off. That's what we do. I have with me an amazing guest today, Charmaine Augustine. Charmaine, did I say Augustine right? You absolutely did. You are with Ameris Bank. Yes. And, and having talked with you a few times, you are a whirlwind of positive energy. I appreciate you saying that because it's that wind that brought me here to your studio today. So I appreciate that you having me. a good wind. I know, right? Segway's my thing. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Charmaine, how are you? I'm fantastic. I'm great. I had l- just had lunch, so I'm ready to go. What you got? Uh, if I have lunch, I take a nap. To be honest with you, I actually started yawning getting here, Did but really? after coming in the studio, I'm like, these guys are live wires. Wow. Well, that's a lot of credit, Mike. <laughs> he, boy, he's really shaking his head yes on that one. Wow. That's why, that's why we cut his mic off. I know, right? The studio looks nice. Can I say that? It looks beautiful. I am actually very impressed. I must say you guys have done a fantastic job. I love the fact that I was walking in and I felt like I was immediately in Jamaica. I mean, it's nice and cool. There's a big tree out front. The lawn looks great. Manicure. I felt like I just wanted to be in a hammock well, with now, a coconut. Well, now, pretty, almost anywhere in a hammock is a, is a good thing. But we can take no credit for the grounds and the beautiful surroundings. That is all in Power Center. They do such a great wow. job here. We we're very them. fortunate to be here. Nice. The studio is wonderful. It's a great setup. So well, thanks thank for you. having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to know a little bit about the woman. I, I, I said earlier, the woman behind the suit, the, the, <laughs> the superwoman suit. I want to hear a little, bit, a little bit about Charmaine. How did you end up in Jackson County in this area? How did I get over to here is one thing. You so mentioned Jamaica just I'm, a second ago. I did mention Jamaica, and I will say that we always talk about where we work and live and any people that we meet within that vicinity. So it was actually great meeting up with you. And I, to be honest with you, that's how I ended up here. So by proximity, I live over in another county. Okay. And by work, I'm over in um, into this area. So just having met you through our networking and just figured that this would be so awesome being on your show and just um, letting folks know a little bit about, about myself. What was the journey, though, to get to this side of town? And I don't mean that yeah. literally. Now, you, 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 didn't, uh, you, weren't, you weren't born in Georgia. We know that. No. And you spent some time somewhere else. So it's been a big circle. It has been. So let's get into that nitty-gritty. So a little bit. We, we got to know. I brought well, it up. We, we got to know. know a all right. Bit. All right. I'll tell you. As much as I alluded to Jamaica, I didn't want it to be like the thing, because I could go on a tangent between the food that's and the show. culture, that's a, that's and that's a, another that show. That would be a good show. That would be a great show, though, yeah, well. especially if we talk about food <laughs> and everything. So, But I actually am born in Jamaica. I am Jamaican by birth and descent. I moved to Boston back in 1988. Can't believe it's been that many years. Years. And so I got my first start in banking in about six months after I moved um, there. So I started working at um, 
Cambridge Savings Bank in Harvard Square. And that was my first job in banking. And to be honest with you, it's been a career that spanned over 30 years. And um, I'm really excited about that. I'm excited to be able to have uh, some roots in the industry, right? And that has taken me from Jamaica to Boston. And since 2004, Georgia has been home, which I absolutely love. Almost 20 years. Yes, Yes. It goes quick, doesn't it? It goes, oh my gosh, it goes so fast. I didn't fast. have to say that, did I? <laughs> you I'm didn't sorry. have to. I'm sorry. Because just yesterday, my youngest and last son, who was the only one born in Georgia, 17 and a half, we just paid his dorm fee for Pace University in New York. So oh. I'm officially an empty nester you in the are. next few weeks. And, and after, I don't know where the time went. Well, after paying that tuition, you're probably poor, <laughs> poor at least for a little while. <laughs> At L least for you, a little bless while. Bless you for that. I know, but I'm excited because he got most of it covered by a scholarship. Thank goodness. So, yes. Thanks goodness. Out of state is no joke. So now you're with the Marist Bank. I am. And that, yes. That's down in Houston. Down in Highway Houston. 211? Yes, you okay. got that right. Okay. Right on Highway okay. 211, Houston and Marist Bank. I would say kind of like opposite end of Chateau Elan. It so, is. Yep. Right. Right. Exactly. Now, you've been with them a few years, though. Yeah, so, uh, oh, just over a year. I was okay. with another bank prior I got you. Okay. Um, here, but I've been with Ameris. Actually, my anniversary was 222. I hear so you. So it's exciting being on this side of town because I actually i am just seven miles up the street from where I live nice. for work. So That's it's a really nice, nice commute. That's really and nice. And it just literally fell in my lap. And I haven't been more in love with a, with a company that I am now. But then again, I say that of all the banks that I've been with, because I think it's such an institution and it cross pollinates so very well. So I really love the relationships that I built uh, along the way. But Ameris Bank, absolutely hands down i'm really enjoying the journey there so far nice what is your role within ameris well at the bank i am vice president is my title i'm the nice. branch manager there awesome and i wear that very very proudly because i get to really spend quality time with my clients and when i go out to network which is one of my favorite things i get to meet people like you mm -hmm. you know and mm -hmm. just kind of like pulling it all together in the community what is your business doing what are you bringing to the table? How are you helping the community? And how can the community help you? So I really enjoyed that aspect of it. And of course, we all know what a manager's role is. I always say we manage processes and lead people. Sure. And so my 30-year career as a leader, I have kept that at the forefront, is you manage processes and you lead people. You motivate them. You you help them to be the best that they can be. And I have, have the same passion with my clients. What direction am I leading my clients in to help them to make the best choices for themselves? I got you. You lead by example. Absolutely. And that's what I would. And it's a positive one. It's a positive one. Yeah, that's very important. It's so positive that I, I come into the branch every day with a song. You know when you get up in the morning. Do and you a, really? I do. That and a cool. song gets stuck in your head like, I don't know. You're my sunshine oh, or something. I have a song in my head all the time. <laughs> right. My wife usually says, shut up if, if I'm singing it. But oh, yeah. No, I'm with you on that. And you. I always, and it gets stuck in my head. And then I'll come in just singing it based on a keyword or a trigger. Um, and then my, my husband will always say, is there a song for that? I'm like, yes, you haven't heard it? Then I'll YouTube and I, I told you there was a song. So any keyword or any trigger, there's a song. So I actually come in a positive energy, positive mindset. I come in with a song and a literal dance. Because nobody else and in my branch. And you dance. I, I dance. Okay, I let's dance. make a list of what you don't do. Uh, that's very hard. 
But that's for another show. I, I, I believe that's that's an even better show than the food one, which will be good. Oh, which will be so good. We should have like a cooking hot stove up here. And no, no, they they will kick us out. I know. Yeah, yeah we can. We're yeah, just gonna, let's not do that. <laughs> we're just gonna bring the real food and just yeah, like just bring the food. look at it. We'll, we'll dispose of it properly. Well, that's right. Other than perhaps dealing with you, why Ameris? Why 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 do I want to use Ameris? But hey, there's a bank on every corner. There is every size. There is. Why, why do I want to deal with Ameris? And I absolutely agree with you. Every time I'm coming to work, once I drive out the house, I will tell you I pass a Chase. I'm in Hamilton Mills, so there's a, a Chase Bank, a Bank of America. Oh, they're all there. A Synovus. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're all right in mm-hmm. that corner. Um, the only thing that has broken it up is that new um, Cane's Chicken Fingers that just came into the spot that um, BB&T used to be in, right. which merged with uh, SunTrust right. in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So there is a bank on every corner, but I always say people bank with people. They don't bank with banks. I so agree with that. And personal th- relationship. Absolutely. Personal relationship. And that's why as business owners, and I consider myself a business person, I own a part of Ameris because Ameris has given me the autonomy to make some decisions in some areas where it concerns the well-being of our clients, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a fee thing or going to bat to get a better rate for them or to be competitive. That's one thing that I love is that on the level where I sit, I'm able to make some decisions that can enhance the client experience nice. versus them waiting to say, well, this is what the flyer says, right? Oh, wow. So I think that's one of the things that's that we, with us. That is absolutely huge. That's gigantic. That is true personal relationship Absolutely. Banking. And, and Ameris Bank actually stands behind their value um, of exceptional customer service. And it's not just, hi, Mr. So-and-so, how are you? How was your day? How's the weather? What can I do for you? Are you being helped? It is getting into the nitty-gritty of saying, what are some of your needs? And being able to meet those needs where the client is at and to say, I hear you. Have you tried this? How about this? And let me do a needs message meta-assessment. What are your true needs? What are you telling me from telling me the story? What are your needs based on you wanting to travel or your concern about FDIC or your rate shopping? Like, what are you really looking for? Gotcha, gotcha. And so that's where that whole piece comes in. It's that personal touch and then being able to advocate for the client. Now, what'd you, what'd you just say? A, a needs assessment? What, you said something a little different than that. Yes, I know. Um, no, 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 no. It's not bank I've known, speak. I have known a lot of bankers, and I've never had anyone say anything like that to me before. Mm. I think it was good. I'm pretty sure it was good. It is good. But I'm wondering, why has no one said something like that before? You know what? I'm serious. You're absolutely right. And I'm so glad that I mentioned that. I'm so glad you asked because it's assessing the client needs, not going in with the preconceived idea that this person came in to either order check, um, order checks or cash a check, or they're just here asking for rates just all willy-nilly. They just drove off the road and they just want that. What is the actual need behind that? So for me, and not only as a banker, but also with my um, career training as well in leadership and also professionally in just assessing needs from a psychology standpoint, is to say every person that comes to you with a problem, issue, or something that they want resolved or an answer, they are looking for something beyond that. So the needs assessment is what is going on in your life that is driving 
meeting that need. Gotcha. So do you want a loan for a car? Why do you want a car? Getting a little deeper for a commute to work, you're getting a new car, you want an upgrade. How about, have you thought about? So it's, it's kind of like breaking down that initial ask and then asking what else is going on. So it's digging deeper, and that helps to build that client relationship because while you're able to um, meet that need head on, then you're able to establish some other things based on the stories that they're telling you down the line that they're going to need. You You may be helping them with issues that they don't even realize they have or they may soon have. You know what? You just summed up needs assessment in a, a kind of way that, that I've I've never heard it that. said before. Well, just spent three minutes. I just clock. spent three minutes. Did our producer hear that? I just spent three minutes. He hears everything. Talking about this whole thing, and he just said it in like four words. Well, All right, so that's a, what it a, is. A broke clock is right <laughs> twice a day. You know, Joe. That's my one. I get one more today. And there you go. Okay, a little off the rails, folks. But hey, that's what that's what we do here. So. Business customers come in, they want to grow their companies. Mm-hmm. Are there products, ideas for them specifically? Solutions? Do you call them solutions? Yes, yes. They are solutions. They are called solutions. I call them solutions. And I have, uh, I've trained myself, I've been trained, and I recognize that just as we're having this conversation, lay people, we're just talking a little bit about you know banking, myself, things like that. People want to know what solution do you have to the issue that I'm having and not you or the client having the feeling that they are going to be sold something. Right. right. So right. it's it's one thing where clients already feel like technology has taken away a semblance of what we know as a personal human touch. Right. Mm-hmm. So being able to provide solutions and change that uh, train of thought or just change the whole psychology behind it, clients are more apt to sit and listen to what you have to provide and then be able to make um, a a decision based on, yeah, how this fits together for them. And you, you assist that process. So when they walk away with a solution, it actually is, wow, my banker tapped into exactly what I needed. And then they went above and beyond, and they found out more about what would help me or what other solutions are there that they can provide. For instance, let me give, can I give you an example? I love examples. So let's say, you know, a business customer comes in, they're online banking, they can't get into it, can't work, et cetera, et cetera. I could get on the phone. I could help them reset their online banking, right? Mm, yeah. All set. Mr. Sheldon and good to go. That's one thing. But why did the client come in? Why is that uh, online banking unlocked? Now when we let's get into your online banking. Are you looking at what I'm looking now? I see that this is, this is going on in your account. What is that transaction? What was that transaction for? Was that a transaction you made? Let's say it's a concern about fraud or mm-hmm. something like that. Once you start to have that conversation with a client, even from that issue, you can identify that, well, maybe the client, well, they've got this ACH automatic clearinghouse coming out of their account. Why? You know, is there something else? Is it a loan that they have someplace else? Could we do another loan for them? Are they using a personal thing to do a business thing? Are we able to establish some kind of a business relationship? Or this is coming out from another account. Oh, so... I didn't realize you had another business. Well, tell me a little bit more about that. 
Makes sense. Right? So it's about, sense, about yeah. acquiring client and deepening that relationship. Because if most people are like me, and I'm just going to be honest, I bank at several banks. Sure. Guilty. But a banker, guilty. Like, guilty. Exactly, right? Because yeah. we've got, it's, it's like, it's the balance thing, right? If I know it's from Truist, that's my travel account because my Sky Miles attached to that, you know? <laughs> Don't mess with that one, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. No, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. All right, let, let's go down a road, and if we can't go down this road, just slap me and say we can't go down this road. But as we do this podcast, there has been upheaval in some banks across the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I just know in my, in my gut that Ameris is in pretty good shape. Yes. Your gut is right. It us- honestly, we, it usually is. As we say in banking, follow your gut. Exactly. Yeah. And well, you're never wrong. In business in general. Yes. And relationships. Even though Mike and I are still hanging out <laughs> 10 years later. But Only 10? You, yeah, you know, I met him 10 years ago. He's been trying to lose me ever since. Uh, he can't. Yeah, now you're he, doing a show to Darn right so. he can't. <laughs> Regional banks, we, we hear these catchphrases, regional mm-hmm. banks, regional banks, they're, they're underwater, they're in trouble. They're, they're What little bit I know about it, and I know nothing about it, mm-hmm. I hear it's just simply bad management internally. Yes. Is that, is, that, is that what's going on with all this? Shed some light on this, if you can. Yes. So I'm going to shed a little bit of light on it, because I know it's in the news. I actually... Oh, that's all the news is sometimes. You know at, what? At some points. I really, loved, I really loved how you turned that. It's in the news. That's all the news is. That was good. That was good, Tom. Yeah. I liked it. Um, but yeah, so regional banks are historically known to be in the news, right? Mm-hmm. So whether it's a bank, a bigger bank, a bigger regional bank, the gigantic banks, the ones that are traditionally known to be swallowing up other banks, they stay, they stay in the news, right? Whether right. it has to do with redlining, whatever the, 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 the issue is. The one thing that I can say about Ameris Bank and to our clients or anybody that may not bank at Ameris Bank but may be thinking or listening and thinking, you know, I've never heard of them. Let me go online. Let me see which is the closest to me. I know Charmaine's branch is close to here where mm-hmm. our show is at, right there in Houston on Highway 211, but we're a community bank. Right. So we don't have the same fate as the other regional banks, right? And you did mention something about management. And when you think about management, we manage processes. Right. So it's not it's not always the leadership, it's how we're managing these processes. What are we watching? What are we calculating? And whether or not we're, you know, just on our level taking risks in life, we calculate those risks, right? Mm-hmm. And we know what our risk tolerance is. Right. Regional banks tend to take larger, greater risk, and unfortunately, it's riskier to the clients. So I feel very strongly. I've worked with many big banks um, throughout the years. Well, I will say three because I have longevity at my companies, and this one uh, fell in my lap. But banks that have uh, have merged, even whether it's the Bank of America or SunTrust Truist, mm-hmm. um, I've gone through mergers and acquisitions, and I love the companies that I work for. And you know, fortunately. There's only one bank that I worked for that actually got taken over by the by the feds. And it happened, I worked there for 13 years. Wow. And it happened to be a day I was walking out the door, got the email, shutting it down. And they said, if someone comes in, and I was passing the buck to my assistant manager because I was on my way out the door. But I just always, like last email, it was the last email. And by the time I shut the computer on, there they were 
seized the vault and everything. Goodness. I've never had that experience. They were serious. They were serious. So wow. the, the feds are serious. But the great thing is that our clients were fine because it was not a regional bank. And also we had another bank that that came in and bought it and took it over. So from my knowledge in the state of Georgia, we haven't had anything to that great effect. Um, but even on a more intimate scale, Ameris Bank, I feel very, very safe nice. with. And I think our clients are and our customers and listeners should also feel like, check it out. There's a lot going on. That, no, that's good to hear. That's yeah. good. I don't want. I don't want to. See, I don't want to see any banks fail anywhere. Absolutely. Especially here in town. Yes, absolutely. State not. of Georgia, for that matter. Exactly. And we haven't had any. I think in like several decades, if any. It's all these southern people. We just know what we're doing. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know, and you that's know what? And we keep it. We keep it intimate. We keep, as we big really as do. the bank is, we do keep it keep it intimate, and it really is. That's the one thing I love about community banking. Nice. Is you know we we keep it community focused. These are people that we see where we go to the supermarket, you know. Right, right. And so um, it would be in our best interest to do the right thing. Well, I got to know how do customers get in touch with you when when they are ready to discuss their financial goals? How do they get in touch, touch with you? Other than this podcast. Yes, absolutely. So other than the live radio, I'm just going to say where we're located, and I'm pretty sure that you will also reiterate that. But for those of us who are listening in the area, I'm right on 211. So it's 1907 Highway 211 in Houston, literally down the street from Chateau Elan. So that's kind of like my... Um, my benchmark area. And of course, you can always contact me at the branch. Go online, I think it's one of the greatest things, amerisbank.com. Okay. And um, just kind of see the location that's closest to you. Gotcha. Again, Ameri- it's charmaine.augustine at amerisbank.com. Amerisbank.com. And, and your, the link to that website will be on our Northeast Georgia Business Radio X website, of course. Thank you. And uh, charmaine.augustine at amerisbank.com. Very cool. Correct. What did we miss? Anything? Other than I can't get food? it all on this yeah, show. Yeah, okay. Never mind. That's a bad, I know. bad Wow. My, I, now I, Mike's shaking his head. I, no. I think wow. what our listeners wow. don't know is that we were chatting so much before. We should have been recording that. That would have been so cool, right? Yes. It, yeah. it would have, but it would we could have, have another show for that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, she sings, she dances, she <laughs> knows good food. She knows her banking, by the way. Yes. Charmaine, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. It was a sincere pleasure. You're awesome. They're playing my music. It means i gotta got to wrap up. That sounds good to me. Sounds Ladies like and I gentlemen, thank you so much. I'm Tom Sheldon. We'll talk with you soon. <laughs>